a podcast brought to you by Energy Live News. In this episode, Energy Live News editor Summit Bowes speaks with Ian Fennell, the CEO of ABB Power Grids UK, as they discuss the work norms that have vanished in the wake of coronavirus, the future of the energy sector, and how it is coping with the crisis. Ian, thank you very much for joining me. You're very welcome. Yes, yeah, good, good to see you again. Um, let's start with how you are, how your family is, and, and, and you know, hopefully everyone's safe. That's the most important thing. Yeah, so, so, far, so far, so good. Um, yeah, we're all, we're all fine. I've been home working for, this is getting into my third week now, so this is strange territory for me. I was going to say, how much of a home bunny have you ever been? How much homework have you done? <laughs> I mean, my, my job is uh, is not home based at all, as you can imagine. So, so I, I spend more than half my time in London, or at least I used to. Um, and I've uh, it's about cabin fever rather. Than, I was going to say this, this than, I'm uh, having trouble with with my missus all the time. It's like actually you're in the house too much. I don't know if you've got that problem. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm disrupting everybody else's life pattern. You know. So, <laughs> um, let's talk about some of the things. So, I mean, this chat is really about you know interviewing people in the energy sector about how we're coping with COVID. And the first thing is, obviously, it's a very, very serious issue. But, the, the, you know, is it something that, you know, when you, when you got the, 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 the beginnings of this, we all look back and we think, yeah, okay, this is this is that. How did you quick, quickly respond when you realised that actually the government's saying, shut down the business? Can you take us through what you did? And what the state of play is for the ABB employees right now? The, yeah, it's a it's a good question, Sumit. I mean, we, I mean, we're a global business, so so we we first started getting the impact of this, of course, very early on in right. in, in, January, in China in, in, in the, the factories yeah. in China. Yeah. So 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 yes, I mean, the, you know, the factories in China were were impacted, you know, very early on, uh, particularly with the with, with the major shutdown and 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 indeed. You, you know, you could say, well, you looked at the, the empty streets of central China and you think, well, that, that can obviously never happen here. Um, and lo and behold, a few weeks later, you know, you know it has happened. So did, did you, did you uh, as an organization suddenly, because you are global, did you start to get calls from, you know, your compatriots over there, your CEOs over in that part of the world and say, listen, you need to scenario plan for this? Was there a yes, decision made that this could happen? Oh, right. We did, and 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 we started that scenario planning, as I say, in you know in January, in early January. Wow! You know when this when this first started to you know to impact. So, so we were we were in terms of our communication and our anticipation of what we had to do to um, to our employees and our customers as well. More importantly, was 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 to try and understand what the impact was likely to be, uh, because we had we had goods you know coming from China. So we we had we had. Uh, you know, products that were stuck in factories. We had, uh, and just after that, it wasn't long after that before we had products that were on the high seas and, and were and were stuck in ports, mm. so quarantined there. So so we so we sort of knew this, um, you know, you know, was coming in our direction for you know for for for, for quite some time. But I mean, no, no matter what preparedness you put in place, you 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 can't anticipate. No. The, the the sheer scale and and disruption of this uh, across the globe it's it's just it wasn't in any of our scenario plans and 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 uh, clearly it will be for i think everybody moving forward of course can you talk through some specifics what's happened to 
sort of ABB UK? Has it effectively gone to home working or do you have staff who are in critical roles who still have to come in? Well, I mean, we're, I mean, we're from a from a power point of view, at least, you know, we're, we're, we're clearly a critical supplier to critical businesses. And that that's the major infrastructures of, you know, water, electricity, gas, you know, less so telecoms, I guess. So uh, so we've we've we took a view um, three weeks ago. Now we were we, we you know, we started to to test the resilience of our systems. Uh, with people home working, so we so we had um, you know a day where everybody uh, really really went home. Uh, you know, with, this was before the, before the lockdown was actually announced. Before, yes, yeah, right. yeah, 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 before the lockdown because we were anticipating a, a lockdown anyway. And and just to see, you know, did everybody have the you know the right PCs, the right equipment, the, you know, the printers, all the practical stuff, you know, to to, to work from home, but also the resilience of, of the systems. And you know the resilience of of, of everybody's you know, broadband network, uh, plus the you know the other networks that we need to get into our confidential systems. So and and that that worked extremely well. Uh, and in fact, it has done. You know, we, we we're I guess surprised as to how resilient you know you know the systems have been. So we started that uh, nearly nearly three weeks ago now. Uh, and so so when we moved to lockdown. We, we we have everybody who can work from home working at home. Right. Um, I mean, there are some. You know, we we get to quarter end, and, and, and the finance teams, will, you know, will have to go in the office. Um, but but the offices now. I mean, we have a, a plan for every office in terms of access egress, uh, in terms of how people move in the office. Obviously, two meter separation, and 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 so from an office point of view, you know, those who can work from home will work from home. Right. I mean, we have service businesses, uh, project businesses, and you know, I think one of the one of the challenges for us is to and factories as well, of course, is, yeah. is how to maintain those those, those factories, um, and we have quite a large one down down in the southwest. Uh, and I was speaking to the factory manager this morning. He's he's working largely as normal, but with the working practice in place to make sure that separation exists. So so it can be done. And, and and it is being done. Is it one of those things where you know you look at the side because your business is so vast and has various different parts from the office base to the you know, like you say the factories and then the people who are out there doing the systems. In a way, it's kind of multiple businesses. Um, how do you make that call about well, look, the factory, how much could we automate, or do we need the crew, or how how do we run the crews? Because obviously you have a duty of care as an employer to, to make sure your staff are safe, but then also there is a business that has to run throughout all of this for all of us. Yeah, and and I mean we've taken, you know, I mean obviously globally, uh, different governments have have have, have different sure. uh, requirements of their of their of their population, and and you know distancing, social distancing, for example, is one and a half meters in some countries, two meters in the UK. You know, so we so so we take our lead first and foremost from from the UK government because because that's that that's really really the principal source uh, in terms of keeping people safe, um, and then and then we apply our own guidelines on top of that. So you know, as I say, but we have some service businesses, so we have to we have to make sure that they're they're okay. Um, they have the right PPE, which is which is getting getting a bit of a have struggle. you got that? It's been a struggle. I've talked to some CEOs trying to get it. Is because obviously the NHS has to take priority, and it's been Absolutely. harder. Yeah, 
and we and we take that view as well i mean you know particular ppe we would like but but that goes to the health service first and foremost and that, that's the only place the only right place for you know for it to go and then and then we just put in measures and, and, and sites staggered lunching for example um you know staggered access egress that sort of thing to keep simply to keep uh, people apart and on, on the more remote sites i have to say one of the issues that we're that we're starting to come across and have done for the last week or so is is because the sites are remote the site teams live in hotels guest houses you know they eat at restaurants oh, yeah. cafes oh, that sort of thing yeah i never thought that yeah and they're and they're all closing and and that and that's and that's one of the challenges you know that we're going to have is in terms of maintaining business as usual for just for kind of just talking about critical businesses here um that that's one of the challenges that we're that we're going to have um i don't know how you'd answer this but i mean as a CEO, have you ever thought, did you ever thought of anything like this in your life? I mean, your career, I mean, you probably planned for loads of different things. Did, did this ever crop up in your mind? No, it, no, it never did. And, and I mean, I mean, you know, pandemics are, are you know, have, have come and gone, yeah. um, but never, never with this impact and never so, never so global. And of course, you know, we're a globally connected uh, world, we're a globally connected business. And and therefore it, it's it impacts every part of everything that we do, and and it's 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 a struggle I think at the moment you know to try and conceptualise what business as usual is is going to look like in the short term. Mm. It's perhaps easier in, in in the longer term, but in the short term, you know, how do we keep the business going, and how do we keep you know the critical supplies going, and how do we support the you know, electricity infrastructure to make sure the lights stay on. It's, it's as simple as that. When it comes to supply chains, this is a thing that, you know, we've re we really realized during this crisis how connected we are. Mm. You know, that the NHS orders certain reagents for the coronavirus tests that come from Italy, bits of equipment that come from, you know, your business must have parts from all over the world that are either on lockdown or goods can't come in. How are you trying to manage that because that's one thing we never really think about we think about people but we don't think about how the things that we use actually get to us we just assume they're always there don't we we do and and i think if, if, you, if you look at our our experience so far i mean um you know apart from the first sort of week or 10 days in china you know where where everything was closed uh, i mean all, all our factories are open and and you know and with the right measures in place and social distancing and all the rest of it exactly the same in Italy, northern Italy we have a lot of factories in northern Italy, uh, and they're all operational. Uh, that again they were closed for a week. Uh, one was closed for 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 two weeks nearly, um, but again with with all with all with with the support of in this case the Italian government you know they they, they view the factories as being critical, um, so you know so they are happy to support that. Mm. And, uh, you know, so, so manufacturing continues. I think getting the goods to where they're needed, that's the, probably the more difficult challenge, is making sure that the logistics to get them from the factory door to the, you know, to the customer door is, 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 is more of a challenge. And, and some customers, of course, now are not accepting uh, uh, any inward goods. So, so, so we have to understand and, and respect that. And as I say, where, 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 where goods go to site to, to, to be constructed as, a, as part of a, a bigger project, 
um, you know, the challenge there is not working on site. The challenge is, is simply getting lodgings and, and, and food for, for the guys who are on site. What are you doing as a CEO? What is your management team doing? Are you now having to construct a brand new business plan to deal with this? We, we <laughs> so it's, it's a really good point. If I just, I was talking to one of my colleagues earlier on this morning about that, about, about the sort of short-term business plan. I mean, it, what it, happened. It, yeah, because if, if we've had the head, the chief medical officer's deputy standing and saying it could be six months for us all, this could be the new normal. So, so, you know, after the initial shock that we're, we've all pretty much gone through, we're into week two now, people, humans adjust. So you must have to now think, hang on, this is my new business, as usual case scenario. There's various dimensions to that, Sumit, and, and, and it's a great question. It's, it's, the, 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 there's a short-term stuff, which is, you know, can everybody do yeah. and, and, and can everybody be productive uh, in in the very short term, and and that's what her, our focus has has been on for the last couple of weeks or so. And then the question is, what do we do in, in in the medium term? And I had a conversation this morning on that very topic. So so let let's assume that that life is like this until October. So the next six months, uh, you know. So so what is what does life look like through that period? Um, and then what does look life look like when you come out of that period and then start? whatever business as usual looks like beyond that. And I think, you know, there, there's, I have to say, there, there's, there's some parts of this, there's always silver lining to every cloud, I guess. Mm. But um, if you look at, you know, what will, what will we all be doing from a work point of view beyond coronavirus, there will be certain work norms that probably quite rightly will never come back. And, yeah, and it, it, it? absolutely. It, it'll just be a different way of doing things, and and I think I think businesses and everybody's really innovative about this. And I just think beyond that, it, it's going to be a really interesting time for 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 business and 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 some of the some of the, the sort of business legacy issues that we've dragged around with us for goodness knows how many decades and maybe even centuries, you know, will simply disappear. And and I, I think you know, so much the better. Yeah, it's interesting because, look, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not taking away from any of the seriousness of the issue. I, I myself am on immunosuppressant drugs and I have, I'm, I've got 12 weeks of sitting around, but I actually see a positivity about this. Here we are communicating right now. I'm doing an interview. I'm doing my job with you. You're communicating. Yeah. But we suddenly realise how much do we make those journeys that are not really that important? Could we do business other way? Are there? We, we, we all do it, and I, and I think in global businesses as well, we 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 probably do it because because we used to it. You know, it's it's yeah. it's it's a bit like uh, you know low cost airlines. You know why 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 do you go to Belgrade for a weekend? Well, the answer is because you can, and because it's only going to cost you, you know, forty pounds return or something. Yeah. So so I think I think there's there's these sorts of things which I think will be challenged. I think some businesses will be very, very challenged. There's some obvious sectors. Um, and, and others, I think, will, will thrive as a result. Are you positive? I mean, it's a difficult question to ask at this stage. We're so early, but we've been through many things as a society over the last hundred years, from world wars and you know economic downturns, big global insecurities. And we will get over COVID. Whenever it happens, we will get over it. So then the question is really this, how do you look forward? Because we're on the beginning of our journey towards net zero for 2050. 
we've got a massive change in where the globe is now traveling in the direction around energy and sustainability and you know sustainable goals all of that sort of stuff so in a way the lesson from corona about how we've actually managed to have formula one companies building us ventilators and companies pulling together and suddenly we're acting more of a society which we probably never thought businesses could actually just dump that corporate mentality and go can we all work together is there an element of you that's hopeful that we might have a different more cohesive way of doing business after this i i think it's more than an element Sue. i I, th I think there's i think there's all sorts of great stuff that has come out of this so far in spite of the thing being extremely serious and very very dangerous to you know you know to some but but but, but you look at the sort of things that have have gone on and as you said you know companies you know and, and ours is one of them you know we've we, we've we've said to the government look we think we can make ventilators you know do wow. you want them Fantastic. And, and um, you know, and, that, and that, that's one of the UK factories. So, so it's 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 a it's a really it's a really interesting place to be, and and I think you know there's there's a little bit of caution there, you know, for me that says, well, look, you know, we're not traveling, um, you know, and industry is sort of sort of closing down, um, you know, that that might have a short term positive effect on 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 climate change, but that's not sustainable. That's not the way absolutely not the way to you know to solve the you know the net zero issue that's something completely different we have to put our minds to that but i think there are certain things and i think the social aspect csr aspect if you like of you know of, of what we're all doing at the moment you know we're, we're we're designing a volunteer scheme for example so so if if some of our um uh, some of our employees, you know, wanted to volunteer for for the NHS or, or anything else, they can do so. Mm. And I think they, you know, they, there's there's a different dimension to CSR than the sort of mm. stuff that we've all known and loved over the last few, you know, years or decades. Do you think this will change you as a business leader? Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, absolutely. I think if it doesn't, it's it's you know. I think we're all human beings. You know, we learn out of this stuff, and and you know, humans are you know great at you know learning these things and you know and adapting to very extreme situations. And uh, you know, as I said at the beginning, I, I, I'm not quite sure how I adapt to cabin fever because you know I, I just I'm not that sort of animal. You know, but yeah. But, but but apart from that, I think there's so much learning that can come out of this, and and we we have you know we have our our our, our senior leadership team call every you know eight o'clock every morning you know what what are we doing you know it was all about all about the statistics to start with and now it's you know it has been for a couple of weeks now I guess the practical actions what do we have to do you know you get into solution mode I suppose quite quickly. Um, uh, but, but there's another aspect of it, which is the, the sort of isolation uh, of, of, of home working. Uh, and, you know, and how do you create that um, social aspect in, in, a, in a, by definition, a, a, a place that we're at just now where social isolation is so important mm. and, and supporting people. And we, again, we had a, a call this morning on, on exactly the same thing. You know, how do we how do we combat something like mental health when people are forced to work in a in a situation that they're simply not used to? So it it does make you think in slightly different ways. Um, it's maybe not radical, 
I, I, I wouldn't say because we're sort of doing that anyway, but, but, it, but it does force you to look ahead and plan ahead and, and, and try and do the best for uh, not just your customers, but also your employees, because that's the most important part. Well, Ian, I wish you well, and I wish the team there well, and you know, hopefully we'll get through this. But thank you very much for your time and your insight today. Thanks very much, Simit. Take care.